Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Thanks for tuning in, and as always, we're going to have an interview with somebody who's doing some kind of cool stuff. You know, it's been, gosh, coming up on three years since we started this show, and twice a week, most times it's an interview. Sometimes it's just me talking about what's going on. The last episode was was me just sort of talking about this whole idea that no matter what age you are, it's not too late to start. I, I was really inspired when I visited the studio of Frank Lloyd Wright and I, the tour guide said that most of the work that we celebrate, Falling Water, some of the other famous houses that Frank Lloyd Wright designed, two-thirds of his celebrated work was done between the ages of 65 and 91. And then I've been talking about this with people in my group coaching program, The Potential Project, and a lot of the people in the group are in their 40s and 50s, and it was inspiring. Last night I had a coaching call with one of the people on, uh, on that group, and he was really excited at the fact that he wasn't at the waning end of his career in his mid-50s. He was just at the starting point. So that's what we try to do. We try to inspire you with whatever whatever topic sort of comes along. And I think today is going to be really inspiring. Instead of talking about, you know, you're only at the starting point when you're in your 50s or 60s, today we're going the other way. Today, we're going to talk to someone who is young and who is out there really doing really cool things. My guest today is Connor Gillivan. Now, he is a 27-year-old serial entrepreneur. You know, if I have one regret in my own career, that's that I didn't start this entrepreneurial journey earlier. I wish somebody could have introduced me 23 years ago as Tom Singer is a 27-year-old serial entrepreneur. But that wasn't where I was on my journey at the time. But Connor is. And he has built two companies that have topped a million dollars a year in revenue. And he started his entrepreneurial career in his dorm room buying and selling textbooks using the Amazon Marketplace. After he became an expert on Amazon, he expanded that company, Portlight, to sell other products in other categories, eventually to over $20 million on Amazon and leading a team of over 60 people. I mean, the guy barely was shaving and he was doing all of this stuff. Connor also co-founded his second venture, FreeUp, in late 2015 after becoming an expert at hiring remote freelancers for Portlight. He and his business partner were just getting frustrated with the current platforms and they wanted to create something simpler. So that's what they did. And his first book, Free Up Your Business, 50 Secrets to Bootstrap Million Dollar Companies, publishes on April 26th, which is just days from now. And it's going to be available on Amazon and at FreeUp with an extra E. That's FreeUp.com. The book reveals 50 core lessons that he and his business partner have learned from those many ups and downs that they experienced as entrepreneurs. We all have those ups and downs. And I think today, for all of us who get to participate in this episode, I think it's going to be an up. Hey, welcome, Connor Gillivan, to Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Tom, thanks for the introduction. I appreciate it. Hey, no problem. So, you know, I I hate introductions. I read them for all the guests, but (laughs) I would rather you tell everybody about who is Connor and what is your business about? Yeah, of course. Um, So as you said, the business that I'm working most of my time on right now is is freeup.com. And it's an online hiring platform where business owners or entrepreneurs can easily hire reliable freelancers. 
So as you said in my introduction, a big frustration that my business partner and I had when we were hiring these freelancers from places like Upwork and what used to be Odesk and Elance was we were spending too much time recruiting, interviewing, hiring, and then really failing. So we, we struck out a good amount of times where we would hire someone and then they would just disappear. So we wanted to, to create a little bit of a different hiring platform where we were different in that we were very speedy. So on FreeUp, you can come and sign up as a business owner, request a worker with our worker request form, and be introduced to someone within 30 minutes. We wanted to be pretty hands-on. So, so at any time, you can speak with someone. You can talk to me. You can talk to my business owner. We have a whole team of assistants that are on 24-7 just ready to answer your hiring questions. Awesome. And then, and then third is that we wanted to have all of our workers pre-vetted. So like I said, we had a bad experience hiring a good amount of people that just weren't experienced or you know weren't ready for the position. And so all people, all freelancers that are on our platform go through our own interview process and and we teach them how to communicate and really work with clients. Oh, that sounds that sounds like a great service. No wonder it's growing so fast. Yeah, it's a it's been a it's been a good experience so far. It's there's been a lot of people who are interested in it and they they like that the speed, right? Mm-hmm. As you probably know as you've interviewed a lot of people, entrepreneurs they're always trying to do things fast and and we kind of accelerate that for them. <laughs> So, Connor, let's back up a step. Let's put you back in that dorm room. What caused you to become an entrepreneur? Why was it that, you know, I'm the father of a college student. My answer would be get your ass to class. So what is it that made you become an entrepreneur? Yeah, that's a great question. When, so it, it really started when I was younger. Um, I th- a lot of it stemmed from my, my first job. So I, I, my first job was working doing landscaping with my older cousin who had started his own business and had turned it into a, a lifestyle where he was, you know, he was, he was growing up, he was, you know, about to get married, he was running this business, and it kind of opened my eyes to the life that you could live as an entrepreneur. And so when I got into college, I, I was going through business courses, and, and I was continually looking for opportunities where I could potentially start a business. And it just so happened, um, it, was, it was a very random event, but I was sitting in a class and um, a, another student in the class who, who now is my business partner seven years later, he messaged me on, um, on, on AIM and said, hey, I'm starting to buy textbooks and sell them on Amazon. Would you be interested in helping me out? And uh, so that, that was kind of the opportunity that I, I jumped you know, full, full force into while in college. And, and we, really, we really took it from there. We, we worked on it as much as we did our school at the time and, and really loved what we were finding. So you, you did that. Did you ever then after college go get a regular job or did this business just grow and that's all you've done is the two businesses? Yep. So, so that's all I've done. I, I had a few opportunities where um, there were internships where I, I did a little bit of traveling, but we were able to build the business up to be big enough that it was, it was able to pay us a salary once we graduated from college. Nice. So what do you love about this life? I mean, you watched your cousin build up you know, his personal lifestyle. What do you love about the life you've created as an entrepreneur? Sure. So what I really love about being an entrepreneur is just the the factor of control um, and being able to take my own calculated risks. I'm someone that definitely looks at life a little bit differently. Security isn't a huge factor for me. So I, I love to find risks that, that are calculated and that have a, a potentially good outcome that I could apply myself to and where the outcome is very dependent upon me. Um, whereas, you know, if you go into a, another job or, or you work for someone else, you're 
you may be a little bit more at the the heels of of what their company does and how they promote people and and how they work with their employees. Uh, I really like being an entrepreneur because it's just it's all on my hands. It's kind of up to me to to push the the needle forward each day. Nice, but are there ever those days where you look at your friends who went on and became accountants, where you think, "Wow, that would be that would be nice to just get that paycheck every two weeks." Yeah, absolutely. So I think the the, the toughest thing, and I've been going through this a little bit with with publishing this uh, this first book over the past month, is just the some days when there's just so much mental pressure building up, and and you almost feel like you're you're about to go down. There's gonna be there's gonna be a big loss. Um, so I think that's one of the toughest things, right? On those, those certain days where you're just so in the trenches trying to get something done, um, trying to do something faster than you probably should be doing it, and, and you're just extremely overwhelmed. So I think those are some of the toughest days, but I, I've learned to, to try to take a step back and, and just remind myself that this is really what I enjoy doing, and, and you just kind of have to fight through those times. So, Connor, what advice do you have for people? People who listen to this show oftentimes are sort of new to entrepreneurship or they sort of have a job and they secretly are dreaming of doing it or maybe they have a side hustle. What advice mm. do you have for people who want to become an entrepreneur or a solopreneur and launch out on their own? What, what, what would you tell them from your experience? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a, a big piece of advice is is if you're looking to start your own business and, and kind of branch off from – eventually branch off from your day job is – the first thing I always try to tell people is to always have expertise in wherever you're going into. So I think that's such a huge piece. You want to be really passionate about what you're doing and you also want some background so that as you're building your first customers or getting your first clients, you have some credibility there and you can really represent your industry and show them that you're going to be able to add a, a high value to what you're doing. So I think that that's one piece, you know? And, and if someone is younger and they're listening to this show, because I'll, I'll promote this, that you're a 27-year-old entrepreneur. If someone's in college or, or in their early 20s, what do they need to know? You said, hey, I'm, I'm not really worried about risk. Are, are you married? No, I'm not. I have, a, I have a girlfriend who I've been dating for five years, though. So, But it, you know, it is nice when at the end of the day, the only responsibility you have is Connor. I mean, I mean obviously, five years, you've got a commitment to her. But, but at the end of the day, your bottom line is about Connor. When I started my business eight years ago – I had two kids in in middle school and elementary school, and you know my wife was a, a full time mom. She had a part time job, but but the main job she had was to be I call it CEO of our house. She keeps everything running, <laughs> which meant that I had to earn enough money to keep our lifestyle going. When I left a, a pretty well paying corporate job, and when I say left, I mean I was laid off at the bottom of the recession. It wasn't like I said, "Hey, I'm going to go do this." It was like poof, and there were no marketing jobs in in 2008, uh, 2009. So I just had. To, to jump and do it. So if someone is younger and they don't have any responsibilities, what would you tell them? Is, is now the time to do it? Absolutely. So, so you had kind of touched upon this in the beginning of the show where you were saying one of your bigger regrets was that you wish you had started your entrepreneurial journey earlier. Um, and, and so my advice is definitely to, to start as early as you can if it's something that you, you really see you know, flourishing within your life. Uh, the, the first two to three, four years were extremely difficult. We were getting into running a business that we we really didn't have any business being in. Uh, we were young. We were learning on the fly. We were failing every single day. But but it's really taught me such amazing lessons that I don't think I could have learned by working for another company and and really just focusing on on that paycheck. So I think that's huge. If you if you have an inclination to to try to start a business, go for it. But be open minded that it's going to take a lot of hard work. You may fail along the way, uh, but that you're going to learn a lot from it. 
So, Connor, you mentioned that you started this with a buddy, one of your college friends. You started this together and, and that you've still kind of stayed together and grown these things together. How important are being surrounded with the right people? Like, I, I mean, I always teach people that, you know, your network is so important. How important are the connections you have and, and networking to be able to be an entrepreneur? Yeah, completely agree. So I have been fortunate to, to have been working with my business partner for these you know past seven or eight years or so. And the people are so important. With with the first business with Portlight, we we worked with a good amount of our our you know our college friends at first, and we're hiring them and working with them. And then as we we kind of went away from where our college was and, and started to hire other people, I got to meet some amazing individuals, and um, I was I was really focused on doing a lot of networking during that time. Uh, so I I was able to you know meet mentors, meet people who had gone through the trenches before and. As we were going through failures, they were able to provide advice and, and kind of push you to keep going. So, I think I think finding a great business partner who complements your skill sets—that's you know—that's a big step in being able to start your own business. And then also finding other people who have done it before and who are looking to you know give back and and kind of contribute to your experience as well. Both of those, in terms of networking, are, are extremely important. So let's go on with this this idea of mentors because I think it, it's really important. I wouldn't have been able to start the career and build the career that I have both when I was in sales and marketing and my career as a professional speaker, if it hadn't been for having some really key mentors. And, and one of the things I've done is I, I try to give back. I have two guys who are both 27 who I've been a mentor to for about, gosh, I think about four and five years respectively. One of them was a college student when he saw me speak and just drove up to Austin from San Antonio and bought me coffee. <laughs> and we've just sort of continued this this friendship, but I've become sort of a, a career mentor to him. And this other guy, same thing. I met him in a Starbucks. I was watching his computer while he ran outside to take a call and when he came back in we started you know talking and you know I, I joke my daughters refer to both of these guys as, as my sons because uh, <laughs> I only have daughters and they're like oh you know dad's going out with his sons I introduced those two guys together and they're they're like best friends and they tell me that having a mentor who's been down the life path now they're not in my career they're not in the same vertical I'm in but mm -hmm. you know they call me all the time with questions and I think I'm I'm helpful so let's talk I, I believe deeply in this idea of being a mentor and having mentors uh, let's talk about this. What are some of the mentors? What are some of the things that sort of maybe older people who've been down that path have done to help you? Yeah, absolutely. So my experience was actually pretty similar to what you just described. When I so I used to live up in uh, Connecticut and I moved down to Orlando, Florida um, around 2012, and that was when we were really building out Portlight, the first business. And one of my main um, one of my main goals was to try to meet people in Orlando and meet other entrepreneurs. And so I did a lot of just networking and um, through LinkedIn and reaching out and asking if I could buy them coffee and just kind of hear their story. I think that was one of the most important things that, that really taught me lessons that I wasn't able to learn um, in my own experiences. I would, I would sit down with these people, have a coffee and just listen to the life that they had gone through and how they had gotten to where they were today. And throughout them telling their story, they were, they were hitting on a lot of different points where you could tell they maybe struggled or they um, they found a lot of success because of something they did. And, and those lessons that I was able to learn, I could then apply them to what I did. Um, and so through these through these different meetings and, and kind of getting to know people, I myself found someone similar um, to you who, who I now can easily call and who I, I see on a, a regular basis and, and grab coffees with. Um, and, and his question is always, what are you struggling most with right now? And, and for the most part, whatever I say that it is, he's able to provide a good answer or give advice on at least how to mentally prepare to handle it and work through it. So 
But mentors have been a huge part of my life so far. Well, and it's interesting because there's a lot of people out there, very successful kind of guru-y people who give the advice that, you know, oh, don't call people up and offer to buy them coffee. I mean I have a lot of peers who are professional speakers who talk about, oh, I get these calls from these wannabe speakers and they want to buy me coffee. If I took every <laughs> coffee that somebody wanted to buy me, I would you know have a heart attack from too much caffeine. And I'm like, <laughs> how many calls are they getting, right? It's like – I'm always happy at least to have a phone call. I mean a lot of people don't live local so we can't go for coffee. But I've had two calls in the last month both from people about your age who both want to be speakers. And, and one of them called and just asked a bunch of questions and you know, I've kept in touch with him just by text. He doesn't live locally but he wants to come into Austin to see me speak sometime. And you know, I don't know if I'll develop the same relationship I have with him as, as the other two guys. And then somebody called me just today and he has a long view. He's 25 and he thinks you know, this is a 10-year thing before he could ever – full-time go as a speaker. He doesn't want to be a youth speaker. He wants to have some yeah. life experience. But he he also is a marketing expert and he's grown up already with a track record of helping. And he's like, look, what if I was able to help you with some of your marketing? And I mean, I'll pay him for that. But he's right. like, would you mentor me back in exchange? And I thought, well, this guy is brilliant. I mean, I haven't met him yet. We're going to go have coffee this week. But I thought, how brilliant is that to say, look, I have a skill you might need. You know, would you mind helping me? And so all these people are like, oh, don't call people up to pick their brain. No, you just got to pick the right people who are givers, who who want to sit down and talk to you. And then if you come to the table with, you know, how can I help them? You know, mentoring becomes a two-way street. I mean, you know, all these people that I've helped, I learn more from them sometimes. And and if they're not teaching me something directly, at least I, I get the joy of being able to help them, which makes me just makes my day better. Yeah, I think it is. It is totally about the attitude too, right? It's like you were saying; these people are very annoyed by all the people contacting. But if you find the right people, the the ones that really, really want to just learn from you and 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 kind of provide you a glimpse and an experience into their life, I, I completely agree. I think mentoring can be an awesome experience for both sides. Yeah, well, here's going to be my mentoring advice for you, Connor. Don't forget that when you're 50 and that 27-year-old <laughs> calls you and says, hey, you know, can I can I buy you a cup of coffee? Remember, the answer is yes, young yes, man. I will buy you that. I will have that <laughs> cup of coffee with you. So, Connor, I have more questions for you, and I'm sure the audience yeah. wants to hear more about sort of what you're doing and what's exciting. However – First, I have to thank the sponsors of this show. So this episode is brought to you by Podfly Productions. Podfly takes the time and the headache out of creating your own podcast. They set you up with the right equipment, training, and guidance to ensure that you're going to sound amazing. And I mean it. Podfly does all the heavy lifting and the technical work so that you can focus on creating great content, growing your audience, and interviewing cool people like Connor Gillivan. Because I'll tell you – I would never get around to editing the show, putting it together, uploading it. These shows would be like a lot of podcasts. They'd be sporadic. Instead, mine are out almost every Tuesday and Thursday. I was late this week with the other show, but every now and then I blow it. And that's my fault, not Podflies. They are a great partner. In fact, when I miss my deadline, they email me right away and say – do you want to send us a show or should we postpone it? They're on top of it. They're the best vendor I've ever worked with and I can't say it enough times. Love working with them and love them for being a sponsor of this show. If you want to start a podcast, and I know that some of you do, jump over to podfly.net slash cool things and check out the offer they have for the listeners of this show. So Connor, I call this show Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do – what is the coolest, newest, most exciting thing you're doing in your business right now? Absolutely. So in the past month, I have been preparing to self-publish my first book. 
which is, and that's extremely cool. I've been, I've been wanting to do this for the past 10 years or so, and the opportunity just presented itself about six months ago. My business partner, who I've been talking about, and myself, we're, we're just starting to talk about the, all the experiences and all the ups and downs that we've gone through in the past you know, five to six years of growing these businesses together. And we, we were looking for a new piece of content that we could start to give out to our clients and give out to our workers through the FreeUp platform. And also just offer our story out to any other entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs that wanted to kind of see in the trenches what happens as you're growing businesses. So I'm, I'm building this book. And like you said, it's publishing on uh, April 26th. And it's going to be it's going to be really exciting. There's a lot of a lot of good stories within it that, that show how we failed and and how we took those lessons and then turned them into more success. I, I think that's awesome. And, you know, it's so interesting because when I published my first book 12 years ago, you know, the idea of self-publishing was sort of like nobody was really sure about it. Now it's like, hey, get your information out there. Nobody looks down on it. I remember being at a, uh, a dinner party one time or at a cocktail networking event and uh, we were talking about my book. And when I walked away, someone in the group said to the other people, you know, he owns part of the publishing company. So it's really self-published as if like that was so <laughs> horrible. And one yeah. of the people in the group, you know, the, the one thing to remember is anytime you badmouth somebody else, realize somebody that you say that stuff to will walk over and tell the other person because somebody in that group of people came over and told me that, that what this woman had said and then told me what another guy in the group said because one of the people in the group said – looked at the woman and said, how many books have you published? And she said, well, none. And he goes, great. After you've published one, you can rip on him for what he did. But in the meantime, <laughs> why don't we just congratulate him for getting his book out there? So uh, I congratulate you across the board. I think self-publishing is a smart way to go, and it allows you to, to have control. And if you've got great content, that's all people care about. Nobody's going to say, Connor, who actually published your book? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's been an interesting process. I did a lot of research into going the traditional route versus doing self-publishing and Obviously, there's options in between as well and the pros and cons of each. And it, it's been a it's been a good experience. It's been a lot of hard work, I would say. But it's uh, I'm, I'm really I'm really happy that it's coming to fruition now and in the next week. And I think it'll be pretty gratifying once people are starting to read it and, and provide feedback. Absolutely. Well, good luck with that. And I hope that if people are are interested in bootstrapping a million dollar company, I know I am. I hope that they'll read the book. Awesome. Thank you. So what is somebody else? Who is somebody else? that you admire out there? Because I think great entrepreneurs, I think they, they want to do more than just build a business. I, I think that, I think great entrepreneurs are observers and they're always watching. So I love to ask the people who come on this show, who's an entrepreneur out there that you admire and you think, wow, they're doing cool things. Yeah, for sure. So there's, this is one who's actually uh, one of those mentors that I was talking about. His name is Greg Pollack. He, he founded and, um, and exited a company called Code School it's an online website where you could go and learn how to, you know, do different web development, whether it be Ruby or HTML, um, different languages. And so he he right now is he's going out and finding new technologies or platforms. Um, so you know, different places or different open source um, technologies and languages that haven't yet really been brought to the surface of um, the development community. And he is kind of piggybacking on the popularity they're gaining and creating training videos on how to use them and, and bringing them to the light of, of more developers. So I, I thought that was pretty innovative how he's, he's trying to find those, um, I guess, those needles in the haystack and, and kind of bring them to light for other people to, to enjoy and to use. Oh, that's awesome. 
So the last question I ask everybody is, what do you do to give back to the greater good? Because I really think it's important if you're fortunate, and those of us who get to live this entrepreneurial lifestyle, we're fortunate. If you're fortunate, you know, you got to find your way to serve. So what is it that you do? Yeah, so I have a a couple things that I like to try to do. I I definitely agree with the the mentality of giving back and um, social entrepreneurship is something that I'm, I'm pretty passionate about as well. So something that I, I, I'm just passionate about and I, I do on the side and, and try to spread out to as many people as possible is I have my own website, connorgillivan.com, where I, I blog and write about starting different businesses and, and strategies that I've used. So I try to pass that along to younger entrepreneurs as a resource for them to build their companies and, and kind of become an entrepreneur. And then just in the local Orlando area, I like to try to network and, and team up with um, with tech associations and other co-working spaces to to go in and share my story with younger entrepreneurs and and obviously in, in certain situations grab coffee with them and and have conversations about the businesses they're trying to build as well. well that's awesome. Well, and if you start young giving back, it becomes like a muscle. You build it up and then you just will always do it through your whole life. So cheers to you and all the, all that you're doing. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, Connor, if people need to find out more about you, about your companies, about this new book, where do they go? Of course. So if you're interested in hiring freelancers, you can go to freeup.com. Like you said at the beginning. F-R-E-E-E. Free up. Yeah, exactly. You can, like I just said, you can find more content about building online companies through connorgillivan.com. You can buy the book at freeup.com and it will also be available on Amazon on April 26th. And then feel free to follow me on social media as well. My handle is just my name, Connor Gillivan. Awesome. And I'll tell you, I get a lot of requests and more and more actually lately from people saying, I want to be on your show, or I get a lot from PR firms who who say, hey, I want to be on the show. And I usually ignore all of them. And for some reason, Connor just, his was a definite uh, reach out that was very giving. He he retweeted some stuff. He had, he had clearly done his homework. He didn't just say, you know, form letter, here's who I am. And I thought, you know what? He did it right. And so that's why I immediately said, let's jump on and do this interview and promote your book because – you know, so many people are like, hey, look at me, look at me, look at me. And I really appreciated the way you reached out. It was very uh, win-win based. And so I immediately wanted to put Connor on the show because even at his, his uh, relatively young age, he clearly understands the importance of how to treat people when you're reaching out for an ask. So cheers to Connor Gillivan. Awesome. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate that feedback. I do my best to, to try to make it a two-way street when reaching out to people and um, I'm glad that we were able to have this conversation. It was great talking. No, it was great. And I think that I think that your story is inspiring to the audience of this show because the people who are are part of the cool things entrepreneurs community, you know, there's no one way. It's not a cookie cutter thing. So we have to hear from all different types of people of different backgrounds, from different countries, of different ages, etc. And I think that uh, you're definitely going to be someone to watch. Uh, someday when I'm looking at you on the cover of Forbes, I'm going <laughs> to be able to say, you know, he got his start on cool things entrepreneurs do. Awesome. So anyway, thank you so much. And thanks to everybody who tuned in. I say it every time. If it wasn't for the audience, we wouldn't have a show. Follow us on Twitter at Cool Podcast. There's a Facebook page, Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. And then if you want to join that group coaching program, The Potential Project, now is the time to do it. Jump over to TomSinger.com. Go to the About button. All the information you could ever want to know about that group, group coaching mastermind is right there. Hey, we're going to be back in a couple of days with an interview with somebody just as cool as Connor. I know it's hard to believe, but in the meantime, I'm going to challenge each of you. Go out there and have a great day. 
Thank you for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. Without your participation and listening to these conversations, there is no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter at, at TomSinger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.